Hey, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. Trevor and I are going to talk about Moon Knight and She-Hulk. They're all going to be TV series on the Disney Plus streaming service. And also, we're going to talk about our pick of the week, which is mine will be comic books. And also, Trevor's going to be anime. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Amos and Trevor. Um, Trevor's not with me physically in front of me, but I got him via, via, say via scope. I mean, Skype. I'm sorry, Skype. I say scope. Hello from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we usually don't do this, man. Since Trevor didn't come over this weekend to my crib and do this podcast, I had called him and said, Yo, man, I need to get some stuff I'm going to talk about. So, what I do is I said, Yo, man, I use Skype. You haven't used Skype in a while with you. But, you know, for my other other people I interview and stuff like that, I use Skype. But usually, yeah, we got to Skype this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? You got to Skype it, man. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about the announcement that Disney had over the past week of their Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. So they announced the Moon Knight and She-Hulk with their um, writers for the, for the shows. So for my audience who's not familiar with Moon Knight or She-Hulk, and like I, t- I talked to you earlier, you said, you know, the basics, right? So you, yeah. So explain to the people the basics of the, the character that you know. <laughs> okay, so basically what I know about She-Hulk is that she's Bruce Banner's cousin. She's a lawyer. And then in the comics, she needed a blood transfusion, which Bruce gave to her. So she ended up getting his uh, radioactive blood, which turned her into a She-Hulk but she was able to retain all of her intelligence and everything. So she's basically big and green, but she's still, you know, like very keen uh, in her mind. She doesn't like just get angry and just yes. go smash and stuff. Less, yeah. less rage, more right. intelligence. So she was more created to be like a Hulk pinup, really. <laughs> oh, yo, you're right, man. Because over the years they have put her in like those Marvel swimsuits. Remember yep. those? Yeah, yep, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, because that one with Namor mm, and that that oh, cod piece. Uh, oh yeah, that's right, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. That cod piece speedo. Mm. Yo, that's all. That's awful, man. So you know, it's it's the, the game. The gamma radiated blood. That's you know everybody. You know, Spider Man radiated blood. Gamma radiated blood. You know, it's she needed a blood transfusion because she was an accident. So over the years, she she's been a Fantastic Four member. She's been an Avengers member. No, she also was part of the Champions. Once, no, not the Champions. The A Force. A Force yeah. was a recent group that she was a part of. So yeah, man. So they announced that that she's gonna be the next one of the other Marvel shows on Disney Plus. By the way, Disney Plus, two more days, man. Two more days before the lunch. That's true. Yeah. So you got your subscription? No, not yet. Um, nothing that's coming out right away is anything that I'm in a hurry to watch. I got enough stuff to watch. So I was really going to wait until the first of the Marvel series comes oh, out. Damn son. You can be waiting till like in the fall. Well, save money then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be getting it though. Um, but I think I get it for free with the Verizon. I'm a Verizon 
unlimited data thing they got going on and said get it for free but do i really want to watch the damn shows on my phone all the time on no your, on your phone yeah, yeah I, i'm not down with that man i like to watch it on the tv screen you know more necessarily using my battery for my phone i use for other things like texting and calling and other stuff pay bills but yeah man right. <clears throat> i um saw the announcement that the the writer they got for this She-Hulk movie, not She-Hulk movie, but television series is Jessica Gao. I'm saying that right. G-A-O, I guess to say. Uh, that's how I would pronounce it. Right. So, I mean, you know how I mess up names. But, but yeah, Jessica Gao, she was part of the Rick and Morty show, which right, I know you she, don't, don't watch. Right. She wrote the Pickle Rick episode. Yes, the famous... Pickle Rick, bitch. Pickle Rick. <laughs> yeah, that show is that that episode is funny, dude. You should check it out. You should check okay. it out. Yo, cause Danny, Danny Trejo is in it too. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, man. Yeah, machete. Yeah, machete is in it. So yeah, she's the writer for um Rick and Morty television show. She also wrote the um Silicon Valley. Um, she also she's an Emmy um, Emmy winning writer. So she, yeah, I did see that she's written for Silicon Valley, which is a pretty funny show. I like that one. Yeah, so what I was thinking is that the the writer they have, I think they might go like the break the fourth wall because so in the coming book, she actually break the fourth wall. She talked to the readers, in right? The about yeah, about like five or six years ago when they did a relaunch. Dan Slot, um, Dan Slot. Dan his... Slot, yeah, she became a lot more a lot more meta comedy. Right, right, right. So it's uh, and then she they've kind of kept the comedic thing with her character. She w hadn't been much in the past, but no. So it sounds like that's the direction they're probably going with the the Disney Plus series. Yeah, because I'm because I got that not the entire run of that series though, but what I read, I really enjoyed it because mm -hmm. it was it it had action in it, but like you said, it was very comedic. And but that's the that was his run, I think. Before him, no, she did break the fourth wall, but not to the point of like with that Dan Slott did it the way he wrote it. And you hiring a writer that has the, the, the writing chops to write Pickle Rick, come on, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> I think I think that's a good thing, though. I mean, because Marvel has done, I think, a great job of as hiring these writers. For certain type of movies and now any TV shows, I think they're they're going in the right direction. What's your opinion on it? Yeah, no, I think they've made some smart some smart choices for who they're uh, who they're getting to to write the series. Yeah, so I was just looking at it. So she's the I think she can be the head writer of the whole committee because it's writers. So she's going right. to be the lead writer. So yeah, I, I mean, most of the time when you do TV shows. It's it's a bunch of writers. It's not one writer writing all of the episodes. Yeah, because you have a person who's the showrunner who runs everything. And then you have other writers under him, other him or her, doing the stuff. So I right. think that's to me. I think that's a good choice. So I mean, we could go that route. So that was the other that that's She Hulk we're talking about. And you, you know what? I actually read the She No the Avengers right now. And right now, man, She Hulk is not the She Hulk. That I read in Dan Slot, man, she's like more ragey. I mean, rain more true and rage, and I think she's dating she's, Thor. She, she's more swole. Man, she is huge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, swole. Yeah, right. She's huge, more muscular. Like, damn, yeah. man, I, I like the old She Hulk. <laughs> oh, you know the reason why she's like that, right? 
it's for bodybuilding fetishes, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it is, man. Yo, man, she's <laughs> steroid up, man. So, you know, some gamma radiated steroids. <laughs> yeah. Got that roid rage. Yes, yeah, sir. So, no, I think it happened after the Civil War two. that was Captain Marvel, that awful, I'm sorry, man, that was an awful thing that, they put out. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. And after Bruce Banner died by Hawkeye, and she was, yeah, miserable and stuff like that. All of a sudden, her transformation changed. She was really, really hulking out. And like, damn. I said, okay. And they changed her whole physique. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I'm really um, very interested in how they're going to do this. And I'm hoping they go on that route of the break the fourth wall. Like, she's talking to the audience while doing the courtroom as she hulk. <laughs> or it could be something totally different. You know, who knows? So... That's on She-Hulk. Now, I'm going to talk about Moon Knight. Now, Moon Knight is one of these characters that has so many series that they were short-lived and many series back and forth. I think he might be like on his fifth or sixth volume. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? He has a following of fans. Yeah. Really, they're like, okay. And to me, the Moon Knight character is more like a poor, uh, is the Batman. You know, for me, that's what I think. He's like yeah, Marvel's Batman. Like, yeah, he's like an investigator, and you know, so he's uh, a little bit more dark and that type of thing. Oh, he kills people, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. The only thing I really know, other than that, is that he has multiple personalities, and that's the thing. See, that that I'm hoping they don't go that route somewhat of them other TV series, but well, it seems to be the only thing that's consistent about his backstory from what I hear. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. Cause it I seems to... like that's definitely going to play a part. Yeah. Cause the, for my audience and for the listeners out there who's listening to my podcast is that moon Knight is so the character name is Mark. Um, what's his name? Mark sex, sex specter. I'm sorry. Specter. His name is Mark specter. He's supposed to have been like a mercenary. He was hurt. He was lost in a desert. And he comes across this statue, right? This is the Egyptian moon god called Khonshu. I said, okay. <laughs> so that's the origins. Because he has so many origins, though. That's the thing. That if Khonshu is a figment of imagination or he's real. I mean, it's it's so much stuff. It's so convoluted sometimes with his stories, man. You don't know what is what. But like you say, the consistency of him having mental problems. It's there. It's always been there, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, they announced that Jeremy Slater is going to be the lead writer and head and all the other writers for developing this um, this series. He also was involved in one of your favorite series that was on Netflix this past year or last year. Was it last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Umbrella Academy the Umbrella, last year. Right, Umbrella Academy, which I know you loved. Cause we, yep. we did a podcast on it, episode on it. And I yeah, but I wasn't in that one. You did it with Seth and Julia. Didn't oh, you? man, my bad. I mean, yeah, I felt really betrayed by that one. Oh, and I was goodness. like, dude, <laughs> this is like my thing. <laughs> Maybe season two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm holding you to that. Yeah, because, hey, man, you're going to do season two uh, episode. I mean, season two episode of Umbrella Academy. But, yo, but yeah, I think that was probably a cool choice to make, a good choice, because of what how Umbrella, Umbrella Academy was set up. And the the weirdness of it, and right. The, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is that you know it's 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 quirky. It's you know it's weird. It's kind of dark. It's you know kind of 
can be a little bit, it can be brutal sometimes. And, uh, you know, it had good characters and, you know, good development. Right. So I think, I think the tone of that, I think would work very well with Moon Knight. So I think that's a good choice. Yeah. You think, like I said, Moon, I have supporting cast, cast with him and everything like that. But yo, like he is a complicated character, dude. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, his origin story. As a matter of fact, his first appearance in the book is actually about werewolf by night. He was he was hunting a werewolf. <laughs> that was his first mm-hmm. appearance. And man, that book is that book is going in prices, man. It's, sh- it's shooting up. But yeah, yep. that's his, that was his first appearance, right? So after that, he was he showed up in other books and stuff like that. He finally got his own series in nineteen in the nineteen eighties. Then that was short-lived. Then he had another series. He had a mini-series. So you get what I'm saying? It's back and forth, back and forth. That he actually, his series doesn't last long at all. It's, you know, he's always has short-ending series. Yeah, it's more like a cult following. So there's there's a lot of like avid supporters, but not enough to make sales stick. No, you know, to keep the to keep the series running. Yeah, and the thing is, like I said, he's uh, Marvel's Batman. He has these gadgets and stuff. He has his cape. He got his hood. You know, he he beating the shit out of people, and he actually killed people. Batman doesn't do that, but he actually just liked the Marvel's Batman, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was, that's, that's my take on it. So the Jeremy Slater, like I said, he's going to be the lead writer and help develop and create the new Moon Knight TV series on the Disney Plus streaming service. Hopefully I'll be watching that sometime when it comes out. Because I'm going to get Disney Plus. But Trevor said he's going to wait. Uh, you know. Well, yeah, I'll wait. I mean, may as well save my money until I actually am going to use it. It's not like I'm not going to get it. I'm just not going to get it right away. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Because, you know, all the stuff they're dropping with, like, you know, some of the shows and the movies and things like that right away. I already own them on Blu-ray. Yeah, I got I don't most... need to. I don't need to watch them on streaming. I, I got most of the Marvel movies anyway. I don't need to. But the thing is, though, well, I think I was telling you this about their service is that they got the Fox catalog, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got most of the movies in the cartoons. And like I said, I really want to see the X-Men animated series, man. It was one of the best television series as a kid for me, cartoon series as a kid for me. And then they bring it out Spider-Man too, also. So, I mean, for nostalgic reasons, man, I wanted to check that out. I love the theme song of the X-Men, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, and Gargoyles. I forgot about that. Gargoyles. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yo, man, I actually picked up one of my statues today, man. Which one? The Domino. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty nice statue. Yeah, I think I'm going to place it on my bookshelf later on. Yeah, so Coda Bakia, I guess I'm saying yeah. it right. Yeah, Coda Bakia, yeah. Yeah, so that's that line. And I actually they actually got a Lady J G.I. Joe um, statue coming out, dude. Yeah, I had seen that one. Yeah. yeah there, it was Scarlet Baroness and Lady J. So who they missing? Let's see. Cover Girl. Yeah, and Jinx. And Jinx. And one more. There's another one. She's um, Zartan's sister. Zarana? Oh, yeah. Z- uh, Zartan. And, yeah, I want to say Zarana, but I'm sure there's people on Twitter like <laughs> screaming at us. We got it wrong, Amos. Got it wrong, Trevor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I can't think of any other G.I. Joe female characters they could put out there. That's about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have a whole lot. No, they didn't. So, no, they didn't. Yeah, not. I'm kind of. 
I'm kind of blanking on anymore. Yeah, but we named the core female character. They used they showed on the cartoons all the time in in, in the books. Right. So, so there's a Lady J cover girl, Baroness, Scarlet Jinx, and Zartan's sister. We don't want to mess the name up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that I've got that today. Finally got it. So I'm gonna place it somewhere in this um apartment somewhere. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna place it. So I got another thing. Um, this is my pick of the week. I went to the comic book last comic book shop last week, man, and I, I was waiting for this book to come out. And it's called Undiscovered Country. Now, Undiscovered Country is written by Scott Snyder and Charles Soule. Now, who's a, people who are not, not familiar with Scott Snyder's work, he's has done Batman for the past what I say for DC for the past eight. Probably going on eight years now, I think. It might be a little bit longer. But he's been writing Batman forever <laughs> since the new 52 came out. So he's been writing that. And Charles Soule, going back to She-Hulk, he actually wrote She-Hulk <laughs> for Marvel. Yes. Yes, yeah, so he did that. He wrote, he wrote some other stuff, too, for Marvel. Um, Inhuman versus X-Men, that I think of right now. But, he wrote. He wrote. He was writing the Poe Dameron series. Oh, that's one of your favorite series. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the Star Wars series they got. They had. So yeah. So this is a new book called Undiscovered Country. So the art is done by a name I will not pronounce, and I will mess it up. <laughs> so I cannot. So um, it is about America. America. This is gonna be funny. America has like. Put a wall. <laughs> put a wall surrounding the entire country, man. I don't know where that idea came from. Oh yeah, right. What else? <laughs> Yo, me either. <laughs> like, wow, a wall around holds the United States of America. Yay! <laughs> so the reason why because it's this thing called sky. It's some kind of the sky is a, something that's killing people. It's searching for a cure. So America, like isolated themselves from the world and everybody else is like wow why y'all doing this and stuff like this so they did that you have you have some people outside of the united states that need to what happened let me go let me track let me go back in the beginning of the pages this had this lady she's taking care of a kid this kid's got sky like i said it's a, a disease it's airborne and a person comes to her and said they need her help so they go they go like a week later and explain what's going on um they this guy sent the message to these people so you have her her brother two other people and they all have these special things one's like a biologist the other one is a historian one is like a um, surgeon not a surgeon you have two that's deal with economics which i didn't understand why they needed that but so so they, they sent the message from you from the united states i'm like they they found the cure for this disease and stuff like that so they get these people in a helicopter, fly to the United States, because no one has been there for the past, ooh, they, what they say, it's been, been years. It's been years. So they, they fly over there, then all of a sudden they get shot down by a rocket. So they lock, they landed in this this United States that's covered in, built a wall around it. So they so what happened is they, get, they crash land and everything like that. So when they get there, it's not what they thought it was supposed to be. It was a trap. So it was a trap. So you see all kinds of crazy looking things, man. You got people in bandages and 
You got a whale with wings or fish. It's like it's just some weird shit. <laughs> you got a buffalo, a bison, the guy. I'm like, okay. So it was all the trap, man. It was. Just, it's just so weird. The landscape of it and everything is weird. So when they get there, they get attacked. One, the pilot is dead. The pilot is dead. Then someone helped them out. So the person that helped them out, he was all in bandages and stuff like that. And he had a United States flag on his chest. And he said, welcome to the Oval Office. I'm like, what? <laughs> and it was actually the guy who sent him the message. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking at this. I mean, it's intriguing. It's very, it's, like I said, man, it's different. Something I haven't read in a while. But when they said America surrounded by a wall, I'm like, okay. Uh, that's something like for real life now. I mean, dude, we dealing with this bullshit right now. <laughs> like, okay. So, I mean, I'm going to give a book a second try. I'm going to read the second book, see where it goes from there. So, that's one of my pick of the week, man. It's from Image Comics, and it's by Scott Snyder and Charles Soule. And the artist, I would not, I cannot pronounce his name, man. <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. At least make an attempt, just yeah, so it's, you it's, can it's, you can put his name out there, so people can be like, "Oh, yeah. I know who he's talking about." Yeah, I'm gonna say it right now. I think it's Giuseppe Calamucci Kali. I mean, it's like probably, a, it's probably Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Ah, there you go, Giuseppe. Thank you, Trevor. You're welcome, Giuseppe. There you go, and I think it's a Kumala Kali. Yeah. I can't say the last name and it that yeah. name doesn't sound familiar to me. Yeah, but the the first name is right, you said it. Yeah, but uh I seen his name before. I seen his work. His work he's done um Gotham City Sirens for um DC. I seen his work before. But I just cannot pronounce that last name or the first name. But that's who's involved with this book called Undiscovered Country by Image Comics. So that was my pick of the week. That's about it, but you got nothing for me, right? Uh, nothing, I mean, nothing recently, but I, I mean, I guess if you want to go with the pick of the week, it just came out this week. What is it? So I've actually been going through and watching it on Blu-ray is, uh, Goblin Slayer. Oh the man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it was just released here in the U S on uh, home video. So Dude. yeah, I really, I really did enjoy that one. You, did you binge watch through the whole thing? The whole thing? Sort of. I'm on episode eight now. So, you know, I've just been watching what I can, but I managed to get a couple episodes in at a time. Dude, I, the, the, when we were done with AWA, I think when you left that Sunday, mm-hmm. man, I went, I, I binge watched the entire damn series, dude. Oh, uh, did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. If, for my audience, explain to my audience what Goblin Slayer is. Okay, so Goblin Slayer is one of those, it's, kind of like those isekai shows where you know but it's not a person who wakes up in another in a fantasy world it's it's actually it just takes place in a fantasy world that's almost kind of like a dungeons and dragons world right because they they keep talking about the gods rolling the dice again and again and again that sort of thing yeah so and so every character on the show none of them have actual names they're called by whatever their class is right so he likes he basically he's obsessed with killing goblins because of um, trauma from his past. So that's so he's Goblin Slayer. That's just his name. And then there's the High Priestess because she's a, a priestess. Or, well, she's just priestess. I don't think she's High Priestess. Yeah, she's um, a priestess. But then there's the High Elf Archer, and then you know the the Dwarf Shaman, or you know. So all of their names are just basically based on their classes. Nobody has an actual 
name name. So like if you play D and D, you have your bard, you have your paladin, right, and exactly. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's based on that, and it's it's essentially about a guy who's he's kind of of a higher rank. He's a silver rank, whereas porcelain is the lowest one, platinum is the highest. So he's at a pretty high rank in terms of like your RPG experience. Right. Uh, but all he's ever all he ever does is kill goblins. That's all he does. He'll take any job that's government. And so everybody kind of looks down on it because it's like, well, goblins are easy to kill. I mean, I've chased some off from my town, you know, all by myself. And it's like, well, goblins are some pretty nasty creatures. Yeah, very nasty. And, right. And so, you know, the ones you chased off was probably just a scout or a survivor from a previous thing. Um, but once they get in groups and if they have like a shaman leader or something like that, it's basically they'll they'll pillage and slaughter and you know take women and rape them and oh, yeah. stuff like that and make more and so they really do need to be eradicated and taken out because they're pretty nasty creatures so it's just kind of about a guy who he does the grunt dirty work <laughs> yeah he really <laughs> well, does everybody else is trying to be heroes and go kill like bigger monsters and dragons want and, all the glory yeah. and stuff like right. that yeah and the demon lord that's resurrecting and all that other stuff but he's so. just a grunt he just he does the dirty work you know like someone would really want to do you know right but it but what i really like about the show is that it's it's smart he's you know he uses strategy he's got you know, he's just got leather armor with like chainmail under it because it allows him to move easily. He he uses a short sword, not like a long sword or anything big, because he can swing it in caves to right. kill better. And, you know, and he'll use any weapon. Most of the time, he'll he'll use the goblins' weapons against them so that he doesn't wear down his own blade. You know, stuff like that. And he'll set traps, and you know, he'll use magic in a, a tricky way yeah, in order to, to like trap them. Yo, he like he'll was... use a protection spell, which creates like a wall and then just trap them in a burning castle. <laughs> yeah. So he was <laughs> so very, he's very smart, man. He, you know, he, right. what is his imagination? That's what he said. Exactly. You know, it, it can be brutal. And I know a lot of his, um, his, uh, teammates are often, you know, being like, Hey, you don't have to be quite as bad, but you know, he's ruthlessly efficient. That's what he does. <laughs> he said, don't burn them. Don't right. burn them. Is it? Well, you know, I didn't burn them. <laughs> the only the only good goblin is a dead that, goblin. That's right. That's what he said. It's a dead goblin. You know, he said goblins are not fools. You know, because right. what, he, what he's saying is they learn. Right. From they're some, they're not too bright, but they're not fools. fools. Yeah, because they learn from other things that happen. So that's right. why you need to kill them, especially the babies, because otherwise they will learn and adapt. Right, and that's what I, I like like about the TV the, the series is because of that, because you know they they all of a sudden you see the different types of uh, goblins you see a hobgoblin you got the goblin champions you got a goblin lord all right okay so mm -hmm. you got ranks of goblins you know i said like, okay that's pretty awesome i mean pretty awesome so i think i, I really enjoyed the series man I'm, and the thing is like it was done well i remember you telling me about it when it was when it was out on just subtitle oh, matter of fact speaking of subtitle and dub i know you don't like the, some dubs most of the times yeah what you think I, about I the dub? usually watch them what do you think about the dub on this did you listen to the I don't know. I haven't. I haven't listened to it. Well, <laughs> I don't bother even bother to listen to it unless I have no choice. Right. Yeah. But the Goblin Slayer, the voice actor for the Goblin Slayer, was not too bad. Okay. It wasn't too bad. But you know, it, like I said, it doesn't matter to me if it's subtitles. Subtitles. Sometimes my eyes be hurting, man. <laughs> Sometimes. Right. But I, I like this. I like that series, man. I, I'm, I can't wait for season two. And they said, they are, are you going to hunt for something else? He said, he might. <laughs> so if it, if it presents itself, 
Right. He'll do it. But his main goal is killing the goblins. And for instance, when he killed that damn thing that was protecting the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. And he the, the the eyeball. It reminded me of the freaking um little little um what is it? Big trouble, little China, little thing floating in the um. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that. So you see the eye right there shooting heat beams and stuff like that. And he had the flower. I'm like, okay. All of a sudden, he yep. throws the flower in there. He seals it off with a protection spell, and. He, no, he lit up. A, he shot the arrow with it with fire, and that poof, come, explosion! Like, damn. No, I don't think they shot a fire arrow. What was it? Um, basically, what he did was, yeah, he threw the he um, he spread the flower in the room, so it's a very fine powder yep. that you know it uh, that can ignite pretty easily. And the thing shoots like a fire beam, anyways. That's right. He, so shot he the put fire up beam. the protection spell, and then he got its uh, attention by. Or, they sent in the the um, the lizard shaman's uh, uh, bone bone lizard bone warrior, in. yeah, right. So it went in and it attacked that, and as soon as it did, that's right. That's it ignited right. the flower. I'm thinking about the fire and the other when they killed him in a castle. That's what it is. He, he was right, shooting yeah, fire. Arrows. He was he was shooting fire arrows at the them. castle. You know, the, the castle had all the, the in trees it. and stuff around it, so right. it caught on fire pretty easily. Yeah, he's very um, innovative in his killings of goblins. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's great. Man. That's a great pick of the week, man. Because I actually binge watched that Son of a Gun that same day when you left. Yeah, all twelve so it, episodes. You know, it's one of those ones that people were like, "Oh, that you know, the manga is like a lot of goblin rape," and there is. It's, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you yeah. literally see goblins <laughs> raping women, and the first episode establishes that a lot. But once you get past that, it kind of dies down a little bit. Um, but it does set up the brutality of this world, which oh, so is yeah. kind of necessary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of world they live in. I mean, that's the that's the truth. I mean, come right. on, goblins are nasty so, little creatures, man. I mean, like you said, they they have no regard for human life. Like you say, they nope. pillage, rape the women, and then they multiply even more. Like, damn, dude, it's just nasty little critters, man. Yeah. So cool. That's sure. That's Trevor's pick of the week. Goblin Slayer. Go check it out. Go check it out on Blu-ray and DVD on Funimation. Like I'm plugging in Funimation. Yeah, no. Like like, <laughs> this episode brought to you by Funimation. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but it'd yeah, be right. nice if they would send us some money. Yeah, right. <laughs> so check it out on Blu-ray. I know I have it. I know you guys probably need to go check it out and buy it yourself. So that's it for Pick of the Week. And that's about it, Trevor. I mean, that's that's what we got going on for this podcast is Moon Knight and She-Hulk and our Pick of the Week. Picks of the All Week. Right. Say picks of yes. the week. So Trevor... Once again, give everybody your social media account. It's at Toshiro Noronin on Twitter. And you can check me out at JustBeingNamers.com and always on my um, social media sites on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Peace. Just being an